guys, welcome to J14 Insider. I'm your host, Tony Frigno, Editor-in-Chief of J14 Magazine. And this week I'm joined by my co-host, J14.com writer, Shelby Stavallin. Hi. We're here to bring you all of the latest news in the teen celeb world. And this week we're talking about Grammy drama, Louis Tomlinson's second album, Taylor's secret songwriter, Five Seconds of Summer's big win, and more. So let's jump right into the news. For, I think we have to kick things off by talking about the Grammy nominations. I think so too. They made waves all over the internet for both good and bad things. <laughs> yeah, and Young Hollywood definitely made a dent this year. I feel like in a lot of categories, we saw some of our faves do pretty well. Yeah, Harry is the first One Direction um, boy to get Grammy nominations. Justin Bieber's back with his. You know, those are two of the big ones, but a lot of people definitely came on strong this year. Yeah, Dua Lipa and Taylor both got six. Like, I'm so excited for Taylor finally because, you know, it was such a big deal in her documentary on Netflix when she didn't get any um, Grammy nominations for Reputation and then she didn't get any for Lover. So I'm, I'm happy that Folklore kind of came back and like brought her back in the award circuit. Yeah, for sure. And I feel the same way about Dua Lipa. Like, I, I felt like her album was so strong and and because it came out with the worst timing ever, it didn't really like get its due. So I'm glad that one was recognized as well. Yeah, her album's so good, Julie, but I listen to it all the time. It's it's like a perfect album, and it's such a shame that it hasn't been able to like be played in the clubs and like everything. It just feels like an album you want to blast loud with a bunch of people. And I look forward to the day we get to do that. Yes, for sure, I agree. But every year I I think the Grammys have this sort of drama for something. Like there's always a reason why the, the Grammys bring drama and this year, it kind of came to a boiling point, I feel. I remember as the nominations were coming out, it's like, The weekend is getting nothing. Yeah, you you did say that. And The weekend, I, I like, I feel like a lot of people were talking about this even before how good his album was. So it is kind of crazy that, you know, he didn't get any Grammy nominations. Yeah, and every award show prior to this one, The weekend was sweeping. And it's very obvious because he comes out with all those band-aids on his face. <laughs> I'm still unclear what that, what the band-aids are. Yeah, it's, yeah, interesting choice, but... I, I mean, do whatever you want. I mean, he seems to be making waves, so good for him. And in addition to The weekend, Halsey also came out and had some things to say. And I feel like she's very eloquent, just like in general, whenever she has something to say, she kind of like puts it all together and says it, you know, says what everyone's thinking. But here's the thing, this isn't the first time Halsey has said something. Because last year, I remember she said something when BTS didn't get nominated. Oh, you're so right. So she's very outspoken about it. And, you know, I feel like people were definitely waiting for her to say something. And, you know, she did. She went on her Instagram story this morning and said I was trying she was trying to craft her words correctly. Yeah. And she even mentioned that she assumes that this message is going to get her blacklisted from the Grammys. But she really kind of just drew light to the behind the scenes of what happens and what it takes to get nominated potentially. And I think the Grammys need to listen. Like if all of these huge artists are saying something about it, and I don't know about Taylor, but I know Harry hasn't really said anything in terms of like thanking the Grammys for the nominations. So it's like more and more artists are kind of being quiet about it, I think. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. You know, Harry didn't say anything, but he was very vocal about his American Music Awards and Aryan Award on Instagram. 
And I don't think Taylor acknowledged it straight up, but she posted a picture of her on a Zoom call with her collaborators and said like a big day or celebrating a big day or something. So I don't know if that was in reference to that or in reference to her Disney Plus special coming out or both. Right. And then of course, Justin Bieber um, just straight up complained about the fact that he was nominated in the pop category instead of the R&B category, yeah. which... <laughs> that was I was so surprised when that one came out and said something. Yeah, I think it's a weird choice to say something like that just because you have to submit your songs. So if you submitted them for the pop category or someone from his team did, then that's the only way the Grammys could listen to it and choose it for a nomination. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be definitely interesting to see. I mean, it, award shows this year are interesting to begin with just because, you know, we're not having them really in person. They're kind of half in person, half virtual. So I feel like this year's Grammys or next year's Grammys, I should say, since it'll be in 2021, it's going to be kind of even more interesting than, you know, where we're at to begin with. Yeah, for sure. And I hope this is enough to make them really reconsider their process for choosing songs and artists. Yeah, I mean, we're living in a world of change, so maybe, you know, everything needs to kind of be reflected on and revamped. But on a positive note, I love watching people react to getting Grammys, and there were some good videos this year. Noah Cyrus was one of my favorites. Noah Cyrus sobbing on the phone. I feel like that's me. Like, when if I ever got a Grammy nomination, I would just be sobbing on the phone. Yes, <laughs> with Billy Ray. Like, it was just so, you know, like, it's touching to see people get so excited about that. And Dua Lipa had, like, Two good videos of her reacting to her nominations. Um, BTS's um, video was really funny, I thought. Oh my goodness, they're, oh my God, but not even really, oh my God, like unsure what is being said with all the letters. That was good too, I loved that one. Yeah, and speaking of BTS, their new album B just hit number one on the Billboard 200, and they're the first group since the Beatles to hit number one with five albums, which I didn't even realize they had put out that many albums. Yes, I, we have a hugely guide to BTS on the site and I was doing like a major update right before the album came out and I didn't even notice they had two albums in 2020 alone. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like people talk about that a lot with Ariana but BTS hustling just as much with these new albums. BTS is really killing it. I mean, their song Dynamite is about a lot of their songs are huge. I mean, like you said, a few weeks ago, they're going to be on the Disney ho um, holiday special singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I mean, they're really making their foot in every like avenue that they can, I think. Yeah, and their performances that they've been doing for late night talk shows, every single one of them is in a brand new set. I don't know how they're doing this, or but it's just... It's so amazing to watch and it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's really cool. It's cool to see them kind of, their trajectory onto like being one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah, and we'll definitely be rooting for them at the yeah, Grammy. 100%. So Shawn Mendes released his documentary. Yes, this, I, I'm, I'm happy it's out. Like, I just, I don't know why I have waited and I've only seen clips. I really do need to sit down and watch the whole thing, but I waited for this and I feel like he's just... Oh, I just like love getting an inside scoop into his real life. <laughs> so it follows him on his tour last year, Sean Mendes, the tour, the buildup of it, what he was going through, like when he isn't on stage. And I thought it had some like very raw moments of seeing Sean like he um, he's very concerned about his voice. That's a big thing about losing his voice and like not being able to go all out when he's on stage. And at one point he makes it to Brazil and he his voice is not functioning. He cannot go on on stage and he FaceTimes his mom and it's just I felt it was like the realest part
part of the entire documentary where he's crying and he can't talk to her and his mom is talking to him just like in the way that every mom talks like we've all been talked to by our moms like that and I thought it was like such a real moment I really liked seeing his sister in like I saw clips of his sister I didn't know that Sean had a sister very recently um so it was very interesting for me to like see her kind of come into the spotlight a little bit and make an appearance so I loved being able to like see that and kind of, I feel like his family life is such a secret, like not on purpose, just he keeps like his family life so private. So I loved getting to see like their perspective on it and her perspective on him becoming famous. Yeah, his sister was a highlight for me. So I remember like back in the Vine days, Aaliyah was a little kid and Sean would talk about her and just, you know, like her thoughts on his career. And at the time he was not that famous. So she was just kind of like, meh. And now to see her, she, you know, she's a young adult. It was, I thought it was really cool to get that perspective. His whole family, I thought was such a highlight because they all are like, you know, they have so much personality and we don't get to see them, like you said. Right. And of course, Cam Camila was in it all over, you know, there relationship I feel you know they kept it secret for so long I feel like it was cool to be able to kind of really have them come out of their shell and they've been doing it on social media a lot more so like I like this insight into the two of them together yeah I really liked there's one part where they're getting ready for the VMAs and they show everything that's happening right before they go on stage like they're in the bathroom singing John Mayer together just to like warm up their voices and just seeing like the moments right before an award show performance which you never really get to see I thought that was kind of cool yeah that's oh I love that all right I'm definitely gonna have to watch this like full thing instead of just seeing clips <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And onto another celebrity couple, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. So she recently announced that he was her secret songwriter on her album. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows by now that Taylor does, she goes by a pseudonym to write some songs for other artists. Um, and now, well, kind of for months, since ever since Folklore came out, people were speculating that William Bowery was a writer who didn't exist. Um, people are saying it's Joe, it's Joe, it's Joe. And you know what? It turns out that it is Joe and it's awesome for her. And, you know, I feel like another couple who keeps a lot of stuff private and it's kind of getting more of an insight into the two of them that they're super, he might be an actor, but they're super musical together. Yeah, I feel like Taylor doesn't talk about him at all. Like this was one of like the most we've heard of her talking about him. Yeah, and especially for her to like come out and say, as we know, like to her collaborators, as we know, William is Joe. And everyone just kind of being like, thanks for confirming what, what we've been speculating for months, Taylor. I want to know when she realized that he was a songwriter. Like, did she go into the relationship knowing he was good enough to write songs with her? I mean, she said, it, I'm trying to think back to the clip. I I saw she said he is a very talented piano player so maybe more it started more of like he created the music element and then it kind of went into becoming the songwriter I don't know but I'm here for it like maybe does he sing let's see if we can get a collaboration on the in the books yeah, seriously. And, you know, while everyone is stuck in their houses, you might as well work with your boyfriend. Bored in the house and a man in the house bored. Like, let's go, Joe. Get on folklore. It's time. China McLean recently went on her Instagram saying that, you know, we all heard that her show Black Lightning is ending after season four. But she said that she was planning on leaving anyway. 
And she said it. she didn't really want to get into why and it wasn't something negative, but it kind of feels like she's just, you know, following her heart and her heart is pulling her in a different direction. She's cool because she I feel like she always kind of just does what she wants, which is like amazing because I feel like a lot of these young Hollywood stars don't they like do like they'll stay on shows and and do stuff just because they feel like they have to. And I think it's cool that she really just you know, paves the way for people to say, do what you want. Yeah, I agree. I've never watched this show, but I love China. I, like since Ant Farm, she's been one of my favorites. She's so talented. I think she's so funny on TikTok. Yeah, no, she's great. And, and you know, the Descendants clips I've seen of her and in the first, and she's not in the first movie, but in the second one, she really killed it. Like I love that whole Ursula vibe that she was giving off. It was great. Yeah, so I hope, I know her and her sister sing together and I hope we get to hear more of that. But yeah, she's, she's just so smart and so cool. And I thought it was like, just a great way to just be upfront with your fans like why not yeah and I like this new kind of transparency that's coming out because I feel like she's not the first one to do this recently so the transparency you know that social media is bringing us especially for stuff like this it's really great especially like for young her younger fans because her fans do skew a little bit younger just obviously because of her Disney Channel ties Right. So in other news, Louis Tomlinson recently discussed his second album and his plans to do a virtual concert. Yeah. So his virtual concert, I it's in December, I want to say. I don't remember the exact date, but it's in December. And it's kind of similar to what Niall did last month, where it's raising money for crew because obviously, you know, concerts aren't going on, obviously. And so crew, like tour managers like drum techs, guitar techs, like everyone, sound guys, light guys, like none of them are working because there's no concerts. So a lot of artists have been doing these major concerts to raise money virtually for their crew members. Um, so Louis, the newest, latest artists to jump on the bandwagon with this, which is amazing. I think, you know, we haven't heard from him a lot since Walls came out earlier this year. So I think it's cool to kind of have this kind of be a jumping off point into his late, his new era. He announced it with an article in the Telegraph, which um, is like a United Kingdom newspaper. And it was really in depth. I feel like we don't get a lot from Louis and he really gave us some good information in this. Um, obviously he teased, you know, the wonder Direction, getting back together obviously as we all want to know continued giving us hope for the future but didn't confirm anything <laughs> uh, I feel like they're just going to be asked about it until they do reunite so they just have to be ready for it well he was and you know in the article I read the whole thing at the end he kind of said I thought you were going to ask me something a little juicier about it um, so kind of <laughs> making a joke and making light of the fact that they will keep getting asked about it until they do it Louis just like gives great interviews I agree. And it's kind of sad that we don't see him as much as we see the other ones. Like he really did talk a lot about, you know, his music um, and what we can expect from the second album, which he did just start working on. I mean, there's not been a lot of talk about it since he said it's something that's new and he just started working on. But he has been teasing on Twitter and, you know, we have a huge breakdown on the site all about his second album and what fans can expect. So for people who want more like an in-depth look, they can go obviously with that. 
I'm excited for it. I feel like Walls was just like a tease of his potential as a solo artist. Yeah, I think he was just trying to get his footing. And now he he really mentioned um, in the article as well that he's found kind of what he wants to do with his solo music. So I think it's going to be it's going to be good. This next one. Well, he's obviously such a good songwriter that I mean, he, yeah, that's a good thing. It'll be great. So Five Songs of Summer were recently, I think, was this the first time they've been like spotted together since? I want to say yes. I'm so trying to. Got, I'm trying I, I think to, so too. Yeah, because in March when their album dropped, they were doing virtual everything. Yeah, and they did the video for um, Wildflower was them not together. Yeah, I think that this might have been the, the first time that they've been all together. So the boys won the aria for Song of the Year for their track Teeth, and the arias are basically like the Grammys in Australia. I think so. Yeah, and they previously won for She Looks So Perfect and Young Blood, and I'm just glad that Australia is giving Five Seconds of Summer what they deserve because clearly here in the States, it's not the case. Well, I I kind of appreciate the hometown pride going on because obviously they are Australian. So it's cool that they're making waves in their like home country. And I think it's super fun that, you know, they were all together to celebrate the award. And it was super, I don't know. They're super cute. I love them. <laughs> Same. And they all kind of debuted new hair. Lucas Bleach Blonde. Yeah, unexpected. All of them. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a new band. Yeah, Lucas Bleach Blonde. Michael's hair is just like Michael's hair. Like that's what, it's what you expect. <laughs> right, right. Um, Ashton has a different hair color every day. I feel like it's been blue, it's been red, it's been dark brown. And um, Callum's hair. <laughs> I can't even explain to you what it looks like because I'm not sure. But at the beginning of the year, he had a completely shaved head and now he has a full head of hair. So, you know, we've really seen some growth from him. Literally. I guess over literally over the last couple months. Yeah, I it's like one of a kind. I don't know whether I love it or hate it, but it is definitely <laughs> one of a kind. I kind of like it. I, I, I like I liked his long hair when he used to have it. And I wasn't that big of a fan of the shape. So I'm I'm here for his new hairstyle. And speaking of five sauce, um, you may have seen the TikTok of a fan staying at Michael Clifford's house, which I thought this was a hoax at first. No, this is like this is real. I swear. <laughs> so we looked into it, and their Michael's fiance, maybe wife, is a host on Airbnb, and they rent out their home for anyone to stay in. And a fan posted a TikTok in their house and like holding Michael's VMAs, and just like within his house where we seen like him post pictures from all the time yeah it's like a five seconds of summer fans dream like to get this airbnb and aside from the epic like outdoor indoor situation that this it's giant this house is huge it has you know the fact that crystal um put in her bio my husband and i totally had people freaking out because are they married are they not i mean last i feel like we heard they were getting married in january right 21 yeah i'm i'm so curious about this and it's just it's kind of like you remember a few years ago when taylor swift would invite fans over to her house yes it's like that, except Michael's not going to be there. So if you're a fan, I can't think of anything, like best case scenario, other than him being there too. But it comes at quite a hefty price tag. Yeah. So depending on when you want to go, it's between like $2,000, $3,000 a night. Um, the house sleeps 16 people. So, you know, if you and your friends want to split it whenever you're allowed to see them again, I guess. 
maybe but it also she, she in her description she says you could choose from different themes for her stay for your stay so there's a family fun theme with games there's a classic california theme with palm leaf and flower floats and a surprise i would really like to know what the surprise is yes i also would like to know what the surprise is if someone could make a tiktok um where they pick that theme and tell us what the surprise is that would be great yes please and there's also a minimalist theme which comes with zero pull pool floats um this is crazy like do most airbnb hosts have themes i don't think so no i don't think so but i think that a lot of celebrities are now become like joining the airbnb game because they probably i mean they have i'm sure they have multiple homes but you know we've all seen this home and i don't know it's just kind of cool i'm i'm super here for this and if people keep i now i'm on five seconds of summer tiktok now so my whole for you page is five seconds of summer fans so if i come across any more tiktoks about from the house that's awesome like i think it's so cool yeah i agree in other news um miley cyrus just released her new album i know you're a fan i am i really like this i i'm so i love this rock vibe i feel like she really found her footing and this is what she's wanted to do her whole career and really didn't know how to so i'm i'm very happy for her that she has is living her truth in music and really taking on this like 80s vibe and this persona yeah i feel like listening to it i was like wow this is not a shtick like this is just her doing her thing yeah and you know in the lyrics she seemingly discussed her relationship and breakup with Liam. Obviously, she's not confirmed anything, but there are some lyrics. We did a complete lyric breakdown on the site on j14.com. And, you know, there's some things that may or may not point to her past relationships. Yeah, I'm happy for her. I want to see more performances from this era. And just it kind of it kind of reminds me of like what Hannah Montana would want to be doing if she was an adult. This is the music she would want to be making, too. Oh, 100 percent. I think Miley really has come into herself and realized that like, yeah, she kind of is Hannah Montana now, but like an adult (laughs) Hannah Montana because she's blonde. She has the bangs in real life. She keeps saying she wants to bring her back. So it's like, are we bringing her back? I'm I'm here for it. Please bring her back. Yeah, let's do it. She, for so long, she was kind of like trying to distance herself from it a little bit. And now I'm like, let's go. We all want it. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was just kind of that transitional phase. And now I think she really just has come into herself and is doing what she wants to do and doesn't care what people say anymore, which is great. Now let's talk TikTok. Okay, so there's really not that much news going on in the TikTok world. Um, I mean, everyone kind of took a break. The biggest thing I think that happened is um, Dixie D'Amelio and Noah Beck celebrated their two month anniversary, um, which is awesome for them. They posted super cute TikToks about it and kind of had these, you know, cute like moments with the two of them together. And I just, I'm here for them. And I think they're so cute. I think that people, you know, the beginning of their relationship was a whole bunch of drama. And now I'm just happy that they're living their best life together. So yeah, they're really cute. And I feel like it's kind of like that thing we were saying with Sean and with Taylor too, where it's like, they're just open with with their relationship. And I think it's cute to see. Yeah, especially for like, their age demographic, like they're just 
they're just cute together. I don't know. I love it. I'm, I love them together. And I'm so happy for them to, that they're happy. Um, also, Addison Rae is filming her movie. So she's, we've also been getting a lot of trailer videos from her on Instagram, on TikTok. So I'm interested to see, you know, how that progresses and her continuing to get her footing in the Hollywood space. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like you and I are both like the biggest Addison fans and I'm ready to see her. Like, is she a good actress? Who knows? Like, I'm ready to see that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she, she you know, she said in interviews before that she did want to be an actress before doing this. So I kind of think that this is going to be a really good step for her in the right direction. And I like kind of getting to see her on set with, especially with, you know, she's with some former Disney stars. So it's like two worlds colliding. It's super cool. Yeah, definitely. And lastly, so if you're a huge TikTok fan, you know the TikTok room Instagram is the TikTok shade room and it's where everybody who follows TikTok gets their biggest drama gets all the news. Um, over the weekend, they had their first ever TikTok room um, awards. So I, I'm pretty sure that fans voted. It was completely fan voted. And, you know, best style went to Ivani Gregg. Best house was the Sway Boys. <laughs> which is funny but also like don't disagree with that um charlie d'amelio won a bunch um jaden hostler won a bunch which is awesome i feel like jaden's super underrated if you don't know jaden he's a sway boy but he makes like this really good music and i mean i like him a lot so yeah, same he's really cute too yes 100 percent. and I, I just think it's cool that they um this instagram account who kind of came out of nowhere with tiktok has come up with over millions of followers now they have 1.9 million followers and they were able to get all of their followers and, and fans to vote for their favorite tiktokers and do this cute little you know virtual instagram award show so i'm happy that tiktok's kind of coming more mainstream and, and getting stuff like this it's cute yeah, for sure. Now let's talk about new releases. I feel like the biggest one is that Shawn Mendes' Wonder is finally coming out on the 4th. I'm so excited for this album. Me too. I, I, I feel like he didn't announce it that long ago, but at the same time, it feels like we've been waiting forever. Well, also because his self-titled came out like two years ago, right? Or a year ago. Am I crazy? It was in May sometime, and I think it was May 2018. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. We have we have to look. But we do. Let me look. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while, and I feel like you don't realize how long it's been until he was like, "Oh, well, guys, I have a new coming now," and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, May 2018 it came out." So it's been over two years. So this one, I'm excited to. I feel like it's going to be more revealing than his past albums. I think that you're right, mostly because Monster is a really deep song with him and Justin Bieber. And I think that it's kind of just a step, like a little stepping stone of what we can see with the rest of his songs. Right. And based on how, you know, what he was going through with his tour and that was, you know, the, that whole documentary was filmed in 2019. So it's like, this is a continuation of him just like honestly discussing what he's going through. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. And obviously there's going to be a lot of Camila songs, which, you know, is always going to be cute to hear. <laughs> for sure. And the Variety's hit, the Variety Hitmakers event is going to be streaming on Variety's Twitter, on their Instagram, on their YouTube on Thursday. And obviously we're excited about this because Harry Styles will be receiving the Hitmaker of the Year award. I mean, I can't wait to see what he wears. 
That's all. That's all I have to say is I want more of his suits and I miss seeing him in real life. Yeah, I this event doesn't have performances or anything. I, I, I feel like it's usually like a very low key event that happens and then they just stream it. Yeah. But other recipients include Blackpink are getting Group of the Year and Louis Capaldi is getting Songwriter of the Year. Um, and then presenters include Billie Eilish, Justin Bieber, Niall, which I'm sure Niall is going to be presenting Louis Capaldi his award, but wouldn't it just be so great if Niall presented Harry his award instead? I This is why I'm kind of sad that this will not be really in person like, like it would have been, because how great would it have been to see Harry and Niall reunite? Yeah. Yes, because at all of these events, they always get great photos of like last year, Billie Eilish and BTS were together, like always managed to get these big stars in the same room, but like a pretty intimate event. So they totally would have been side by side at some point. But knowing that they're going to be kind of still on board for the same kind of event is still, it's still cool. But Niall and Louis Capaldi's friendship is my, is my favorite, I think, famous friendship. Um, it is the best one, period. It's so funny. The two of them are so funny together. So f- I don't even need them to do a song together. I just like live on Instagram like once a week together. Fine. Perfect. Yeah. And their their birthday tributes to each other always just are beyond. It's so great. They're so good. They're so funny. Louis Caldy is so funny. And I feel like he brings that out in Niall. And he's so talented. Like I, I don't they're I mean, they're both so talented, but Louis Caldy is so talented. Yeah, for sure. Over on Disney Plus this week, Godmother is coming out, which is a comedy. It's about a woman who is like a fairy godmother in training and she gets a letter that she thinks is from a child but really it's like it got lost in the mail and that child is now an adult so she like comes in to be this adult woman's fairy godmother and obviously chaos ensues I seen a trailer for this. It looks so funny. This is my perfect kind of like mindless Disney movie that, you know, just throw it on. You don't even have to pay that much attention to it. It's my perfect kind of movie. Yeah, I definitely think Disney Plus is killing it with their original content. I mean, obviously they did Taylor's um, folklore sessions um, and, you know, now they have all these movies coming out and they have some a bunch of holiday content coming. So it's great. Keep it coming. And on the, like, the complete opposite side of the spectrum, Euphoria has a, a special episode coming out on the 6th. Oh my goodness. I, Zendaya, I can't even wait to see Zendaya back to get, like, back as Rue from Euphoria. Like, this is the first time we're going to see her kind of step back in since she won her Emmy. And I think it's going to be super cool. I mean, it's, like, kind of annoying that we aren't getting a second season yet. But, I mean, we can't complain because they are giving us something. So, you know, Zendaya's really going to show why she won her Emmy, I think. Yeah, I agree. And so this one is kind of just like to fill in the gap between season one and season two and it follows Rue like during the holidays yeah I mean they've said it's going to be a little catch up for each character so I'm interested to see because there's supposed to be two special episodes so I'm interested to see if this was just going to be Rue or if everyone's kind of going to make an appearance I don't know how they're going to do it it's really cool though that they're doing anything at all I think yeah I'm so curious about it because they were definitely like quite a few of them were filming like Jacob Elordi I I know was like um, spot filming so I wonder how much of the cast came back for this and like what makes it different from the second season other than the fact that there's only two episodes yeah I don't know there it might just be that they don't have the capacity to get everyone back with everything going on. I don't know. Because, I mean, it is... Euphoria is a pretty big production with a pretty big cast. Like, there's a lot of different storylines going on at once. 
Yeah, for sure. But this is enough to tide us over until season two, for sure. I agree. So Netflix has a bunch of stuff coming out. First, the Great British Baking Show Holiday. Yes. And this is just competitors from past seasons coming back to make Christmas stuff. Again, perfect, just like mindless holiday content. I love baking shows. So, and I love Christmas. So I love Christmas baking shows. (laughs) Also on the fourth, Selena the Series comes out, which I feel like is a pretty hyped one. I love this. I, Selena the series is going to make my life. I'm going to be an absolute sobbing mess. I can't even get through the trailer without breaking like down into tears because I'm so, I've been waiting for this for so long that I'm happy it's finally coming out. Yeah, and I you know I think that the movie Selena with Jennifer Lopez is such for so many people it's like the standard and it's almost like when you think of Selena you think of the movie just as much as the actual singer. Yes. And this one is maybe going to be that for another generation or really just, you know, giving a different point of view than the movie gave. And I also think, like you said, with the other generation, it might just also be introducing Selena to a new generation. That's so true, which is so important. So, um, so cool. I talked to the actress who plays Selena as a, like a young person and she didn't know who Selena was before she got the part. And obviously she researched her and now she's a super fan and she relates to her so much because they have such a similar past a path so I think it'll be cool for younger people to you know experience why she's so great yeah I mean I think it's just I think it's going to be brilliant and I'm I mean like I said I've been super excited for this for a year because they've been they first announced this last year so I've been waiting with bated breath for this to come out and I'm very excited to finally see it Netflix also has a documentary series called the holiday movies that made us this comes out on the first and they've had this in the past the movies that made us they also had the toys that made us and this is so my type of show so it basically it focuses on elf and nightmare before christmas and just kind of tells you the backstory of how the things got made they've done it in the past with with home alone which obviously i know you love and it's so good like they talk about how just like the movie almost didn't get made so many times before it finally got made and like you know how they pick the wet bandits and all that stuff and this one is going to focus again on elf and nightmare before christmas two classics I'm interested to see Elf. I feel like you don't hear much about the behind the scenes of Elf because you just kind of watch it. (laughs) Yeah, they in the trailer, it says like, you know, the creators or, you know, the the people who were financing the movie were like, are you crazy? Why would you make Will Ferrell a main character in anything, let alone a Christmas movie? And obviously those people were wrong. (laughs) Yes, obviously, because it's become such a classic film and, you know, everyone quotes it and everyone loves it. Yeah, Netflix is definitely like stepping it up with the content. Yeah, Netflix has so much coming out on in December we have we did for the website we did a full breakdown you know everything coming to Netflix and everything leaving Netflix um the second after movie after we collided is coming to Netflix this month so you'll be able to watch the first two after movies which are huge and they have a huge fandom so you know if you guys haven't seen them yet you you'll be able to stream them both yeah i feel like the second one like didn't come out that long ago like it wasn't that long of a wait before it came to netflix no so it's going to be great for people who didn't like get to see it um once it first premiered for sure and i want to give a shout out to our youtube channel because we have some great stuff coming out this week we have um, G Friend reacting to their Mago video. Um, the Christmas Chronicles 2 cast yeah. is doing holiday impressions. 
Have you watched that movie yet? No, but I love every impressions video that we have on our YouTube channel is always so funny. Like it's so good. <laughs> so funny. And I do like this cast. I haven't watched this movie yet, but I love the first one. So I'm sure the second one is going to be great. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna watch both. I feel like you have to just watch both. <laughs> yeah, back to back. I did that with the um, Vanessa Hudgens movie. I watched, I was like, I have to watch the first one again. Yeah, the Princess Before. Switch and then the Prince, second Princess Switch movie. So good. We also have the cast of High School Musical, the musical, the series, um, reading texts from their moms. Yes, because their holiday special comes out soon, right? It's kind of the same as Euphoria. It's going to be like a bridge in between the first and the second season. And it's coming out on Disney Plus. And I'm kind of super excited to see, you know, where the cast is at for their holiday, because that season one kind of ended on a cliffhanger as well. So it'll be interesting to see where everyone's at right now before we head on into season two. I love this show. I, I'm excited for season two. Like it's, I thought they did a great job with, you know, giving us what we love from the original High School Musical, but also starting their own thing. For sure. And the last one, we have Haley LeBlanc talking about new Run the World music and her sister Jewel's name change. Yes, of course. Haley LeBlanc and Run the World just came out with their first debut album. And, you know, we talked to them as well for the website. And they talked all about what fans can expect from their upcoming music. And they talked all about Christmas music and why they decided to put two Christmas songs on their debut album. So we have a bunch of content with Run the World that everyone can go read and check out. Now let's get into fandom of the week. So each week we like to acknowledge a fandom that just deserves a little extra shine by giving them J14's fandom of the week. And this week we are giving it to Selena Gomez's fandom, otherwise known as the Selenators. Do people yeah. still call them that? I think so. Okay, cool. So this all started with an episode of the new Saved by the Bell remake, which came out on Thanksgiving on Peacock, yeah. which I think is free for everyone, right? I think, um, I think they can, I think they can watch the first episode free and then you have to pay to get the rest of them. So in an episode of the show, they make two different jokes um, about Selena's kidney transplant, which was just a bad look. And obviously Selena's fans were not happy about it. And they responded by getting respect for Selena trending on Twitter. And the thing is that, that fans get things trending all of the time, but I do think it proves just, you know, how impactful your voice can be and like the power of using your voice for something that you, you know, feel strongly about, um, especially because Peacock saw it and they actually responded. Yes, so, I was just looking to see what they said, um, but, the, but they did respond. Yeah, they said, quote, we apologize. It was never our intention to make light of Selena's health. We have been in touch with her team and will be making a donation to her charity, the Selena Gomez Fund for lupus research at USC. That's so really nice. I think that, you know, they did that. Right. Like her fandom made that happen. Like they, you know, called them out on something that shouldn't have happened. And in return, you know, they got this donation made. Like it wouldn't have happened if the fans didn't say, hey, wrong move. Yeah. Selena fandom, the Selena fandom is dope. And I love that they did this. And, and it's great that they really got brought awareness to all of this online. And for that, they are our fandom of the week. Yay. For even more news, make sure you head to j14.com. You can ch check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash j14. And make sure to pick up the latest issue of j14. Inside, we have a gift guide for with gifts all under $30. So it's like, you know, for your mom, for your dad, for your friends, for your siblings. We also have um, great winter fashion hacks. 
things like to stop your glasses from fogging up because you know you're wearing a hat and your mask and to de-itch your sweaters and of course we have features with all of your favorite celebs like Sean and Billy and Camila and we're also working on our next issue so if you want to request a poster or a celebrity feature or a topic we should discuss on the podcast you can reach us at tips at g14.com speaking of the next issue we will be announcing our g14 icon award winners won't we uh yeah we will we've just been counting them up and working on the spread and i'm so excited for you guys to hear who came out as the big winner yeah you guys did an amazing job voting so um we're i think we're all here excited at the j14 team both online and print to share you know the winners with everyone for sure and that's gonna do it for us this week if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts again pick up the new issue and come back next week for more news